0: hey what's up guys welcome to a new episode of resurgence it has been a while since I've done this about four months since I have recorded anything well I kind of recorded since I have posted anything and so here I am back doing what I usually do I talk a lot and yeah <laughs> Woohoo. Trenton's going to be talking a lot. That's exactly what we want to hear while we're stuck in quarantine is Trenton's really, really, really annoying rants. Sorry, guys. you It was your choice to click on this. It really wasn't mine. I, I'm just posting it out there. I, However many people listen to it or not, it really doesn't affect me. <laughs> but if you did click on this and you're listening to it, awesome. Thank you so much for your support. And you're, you're probably, this is probably just your last resort. You've already watched everything that you wanted to watch. You probably listened to your three playlists five times through already. And you've already listened to your favorite podcasters. And I was at the bottom of the list. And thanks for reaching the bottom of the list and just bearing through with it with me. I appreciate it. So... Let's just jump right into it, shall we? Today's topic, COVID-19. Today's speaker, just me, no guests today. All my guests are sitting at home, probably doing nothing. Some of them are on Zoom right now, just having a little chat. Not me, I'm, I'm sitting here, just creating entertainment for the public. That's that's what I'm here to do, here to entertain. Is my voice raspy? It feels a little raspy. Anyways, I just, I'm just here to talk about COVID-19. That's really all I want to talk about. But I want to talk about three different things in COVID-19. I want to talk about, for those who follow me on Instagram, you probably already know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about prepare for COVID-19. I want to talk about pray to God. I want to talk about praise God. And I'm going to dive into each of those just a little bit. I might might go into further detail about each of those individually in future podcasts, but uh, for today, I think I'm just going to give a little brief, brief thought process on just everything that I've been thinking about of what's going on right now of COVID-19 and how it's affecting our world and why I really think that preparing, praying, and praising are really essential to our sanity and to our spiritual health and to how we relate to others emotionally, physically, really it, it, these Envelop our whole lives, I, I think, right now. Prepare, pray, and praise. So I'm not going go to go into COVID-19, like what it is, how many people are dying, how many people are infected, that kind of stuff. Because we've all been, at least I think, that we've all been just watching the numbers. I have an app on my phone, actually, that like updates me. Like every single second, I can just refresh it and refresh it and refresh it and it'll just tell me how many people are infected, how many people have died, how many are uh, like self, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, whatever, it, it's a cool little app and and it, and it just tells you about what's going on in the world, it, it, like it gives you exact locations of, of where these cases are and so I'm not going to go through all the little details of what it is what trump is saying what the task force is saying what our governors are saying we all we all already know so instead i'm just going to offer some encouragement because these are some really hard times uh for me especially this is hard because i really don't feel like i've experienced anything else like this this is something that you see in movies this whole pandemic thing i mean this is something that turns into the walking dead I'm looking around my house right now, trying to find the nearest, you know, what's what's the what's the nearest weapon that I can use? Oh, this lamp, this lamp would work in case you know a COVID nineteen patient of a an extreme, extremely severe case just comes running through my door. <laughs> I've clearly been watching a little bit too much TV, but this is this is something that we see in movies, and this is something that we, let's be honest, never thought was going to happen to us. Sure, we know it's real and everything, but not even the government thought this would happen to us. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a shortage of supplies. They would have planned for this, but they didn't. So this is really surreal, and it really is a hard time. This is something I'm going to be telling my grandchildren. You know, they're going to be like, Grandpa, Grandpa, what What did you do during the, the COVID-19 outbreak? And I'll tell, them, I'll, I'll tell them, well, well, little Timmy and little Susie, I, I sat in a, in a dark corner in the corner of my apartment, And I recorded myself talking into a microphone for 50 listeners. That's how I changed the world. And they're gonna be like, whoa, 50. And we'll be like, yeah, 50. That's like our entire family right now. You know, because I'm totally planning on having like seven kids and I plan that they're each going to have like at least four or five, which I didn't do the math. That's way more than 50 (laughs) already. I know off the top of my head, that's way more than 50, but you know humor it's funny anyways back to back to on topic this is gonna be something that I'm gonna be talking you know to my grandchildren and my children about this is something that they're gonna learn in their in their textbooks and it's crazy it's crazy to think about and it's crazy to be living in it right now um, before I go any further I, I really do apologize if you hear me swallowing a lot or if you hear abnormal breathing my breathing has really been trash I don't think I have the virus I really don't know why my breathing has been really trashy lately. I have asthma and it's been getting worse Especially over the like the last six months and so I'm really hoping that this is just a coincidence But it is really hard to breathe right now So I probably shouldn't be recording this but here I am recording this because I'm a dumb stupid little millennial who doesn't listen to What other people say, you know, I just kind of do whatever I want and this is what I want to do I want to do this so I'm just gonna talk about these three things that I mentioned like 15 minutes ago that you guys are just itching for me to get to and you're like, please skip all of this crap so that we can finally hear you say something relevant. Uh, I'm bored as heck and you're, you're, you're making this worse. Trenton, you're really making this worse. I'm really not enjoying this. I'm sorry. I'll get back on topic. These are really hard times and I want to shed some light into them. And then some of this stuff is stuff that you've already heard more than likely. I'm not saying that any of this is my own, original thoughts uh, But it is like an emphasis on this stuff because I I really think that it is really important So let's start with prepare How should we prepare for COVID-19? Well in a lot of ways we've already done most of the preparation. I'd say Uh, I'm sure that there's plenty of you that have gone out and have grocery shopped and are stocked up for at least the next couple weeks so that you don't have to go out again And if you do have to go out, then you know that you only need to pick up a few miscellaneous items. You won't need to grocery shop again until this is all over. At least let's hope that we won't have to grocery shop again. Um, Well, what I mean by that is that when we do go grocery shopping, this will all be over. But so in ways we have prepared. The government's prepared. They've shut down businesses. And... They're planning on rolling out these checks in the months of April and May to every taxpayer to help us and to just keep the economy alive, really. Uh, And they're helping small businesses. So we are preparing and the whole just small, simple stuffs like wash your hands, make sure you don't touch your face, make sure you disinfect your entire home and make sure that you douse every family member, every family member in Lysol and or Perel. And that's exactly what we are doing and have been doing and will continue to do until this is all over. So I'm not gonna spend too much on the preparedness in like the like the practical ways to prepare. Um, but there are definitely ways to prepare like emotionally and spiritually and just to keep our sanity really. So how do we how do we prepare to keep to keep ourselves from just falling apart <laughs> to just crumble, into this little ball of useless paper and just cry (laughs) how do we prevent ourselves from doing that well we can prepare by setting up a schedule of what you're going to do throughout the day i know that a lot of us like run errands and we love being busy and that just isn't feasible right now like it's it's outside of our realm of possibility right now and so We can still make schedules and we can still plan out our days. We just got to be a little bit more creative, uh, use our imagination, and still be productive with our day. I really hope that, especially for me, that I'm not just going to be sitting down in this quarantine and playing Call of Duty for five hours, binge watching my favorite TV shows for like another five, and then ending the day with a really unhealthy meal. Like, (laughs) That's not how we should be living right now. And... Even though that these are some just weird trying times, and yeah, it is a huge disruption in our day-to-day living, it should not be a disruption in our relationship with each other or our relationship to God, most importantly. And the Bible does talk to us about uh, not being lazy, you know, about still doing work and working for, for the Lord and reaching out to others still and still loving your neighbor. I don't remember the Bible ever saying in the footnotes that If a virus strikes, all of this is out the window, don't worry about it, do your own thing. Bible doesn't say that. And so that's how you can plan to be emotionally stable and spiritually stable, which is even more important than being emotionally stable, is to plan out your day. And that's exactly what I plan on doing. Tomorrow is going to be my first day alone without Ezra. She unfortunately still has to work. I do not, and so I'm gonna plan out my day. What am I gonna do when I wake up? What am I gonna do until I go to bed? That will help me keep my sanity it'll help me keep feeling like I'm gonna fulfill a purpose you know because I am a very purposeful person I can't just live life you know whims days ago whatever and you know just go about my day on 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 improv I, I have to plan and I need to be productive if I'm not productive then I do fall into like this great pit of depression and anxiety and that is how i am going to attack it and i really uh encourage you guys to do the same thing make a plan for your day you know make a list of the people that you're going to be in contact with that day just because we're quarantined doesn't mean that you can't be in contact with other people i personally struggle with that because i love face to face and i'm also a very black and white person and so if i can't meet you in person i don't want to talk to you at all sorry it's not my problem (laughs) it really is my problem but anyways that's how we prepare and i'll go into that a little bit deeper probably in another episode here soon uh either tomorrow or the next day i'm i'm not gonna make promises anymore but that's my plan and then now we're gonna go into to pray i know that a lot of christians including myself are praying right now we're praying that this is all going to end we're praying that god is going to deliver us we're praying that we can finally go back to living normal and these aren't bad prayers by no means are these bad prayers and I'm just going to encourage you guys to continue praying, continue being in the word, continue meditating on the word, continue listening to to good music and uh, engaging in good community and fellowship with others. It's not going to be easy, but it's something that we must do because our relationship with God still matters. That is not on halt. Even though the rest of our lives might be on halt right now, our relationship with God is not on halt. And so we must pray and continue our communication with him and that will really help us get through this is if we pray and even if he doesn't answer our prayers see I'm sure that the great majority of us do expect to come out of this alive and that our lives are gonna get back to normal for some people that is not the case there's already been deaths these people are not gonna be coming out of this the same the rest of our lives might go back to normal I don't even know if my life will go back to normal but I, I do pray to God that there is going to be a handful of people, more than a handful of people that are going to come out of this uh, unchanged by, by what's been happening. Maybe economically, yes. But hopefully there's going to be people who haven't lost loved ones. There's going to be people who still are physically well and financially well and emotionally well. But there's going to be people that will not be walking out of this the same. There's gonna be, and there's gonna be people who pray to God that they they are freed from this, and God has a different plan for them. And we need to pray for those people, and we need to pray that we. What we really need to pray for is that we trust in God. It is the most important thing. Yeah, we can we can pray, and we can, we should pray boldly that this is what we want. This is. I don't think that's necessarily wrong to pray for something that you want, especially, you know, in times of, of need. Like, God, I want to go back to normal. Um, but also recognize that maybe that's not in God's plan. And so prayer is a huge one. And then that actually leads into the next one, praise. We need to be praising God. Oh, man, we need to praise God. It's it's a must. And I, I realized that you know, because this these are some these are some negative times right now. Hard negative. Uh, they're not fun for anyone who tells you that this is fun. Uh, they're ignorant. I'm just gonna come right off the bat and say that they're ignorant. This this is not fun. This isn't the TV shows that we've been watching. This isn't real life. Uh, our lives are at stake. We don't know how many lives are at stake, but we should act as if all of our lives are at stake and so it can be really hard to praise through all this but psalm 9 really it, it tells us to to praise and i'll, and I'll read the, the first half of, of psalm 9. i will give thanks to you lord with all my heart i will tell of all your wonderful deeds i will be glad and rejoice in you i will sing the praises of your name O most high my enemies turn back They stumble and perish before you, for you have upheld my right and my cause, sitting enthroned as the righteous judge. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Endless ruin have overtaken my enemies. You have uprooted their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. The Lord reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. He rules the world in righteousness and judges the peoples with equity. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. And man, that is just so encouraging. And what I see here is I see, I think this is David. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm, I'm seeing it right here. This is a Psalm of David. He's praising God. And it's it's because God is defeating his enemies. And I'm not seeing a past tense in, in verse 3. My enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you. It doesn't say my enemies turned back, they stumbled and perished. This is ongoing. And so we should be praising God because he is at work. God is not, he's, he hasn't forsaken us especially those who trust in his name. I mean, it's promised here. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. And I'm just gonna skip down to verse 13. It says, Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death that I may declare your praises in the gates of daughter Zion and there rejoice in your salvation. So this is an ongoing thing that's happening to David right now. And this is an ongoing thing that's happening to us right now. Our enemies may not be people right now. It is an epidemic that we cannot see. It is something that we don't know where it is. It is very scary. But this chapter right here promises that God is at work. And that we can trust in him and that he will be a stronghold for us. And so we praise. Our response should be praise. And though we have lost much already, and who knows how much we're going to you know, continue to lose. Some people have lost their jobs. Some people have lost their uh, loved ones. Some people have lost their emotional stability, Their their social itch, you know, Everyone has sacrificed something, and it, and, I, and I believe that by the end of all this, there won't be a a, sum, a single human who hasn't sacrificed something. And so we need we need to we need to praise, praise God through all this, and we need to be thankful for what He has given us. We need to pray, we need to praise, and we need to be thankful. Thankfulness is is huge. I I have lost. You know some some things I'm only on day two quarantine and I've only I've lost a few things I definitely haven't lost more than what others have lost but even in the things that I've lost I I shouldn't consider those things necessarily losses or a defeat because as I even look around my apartment I can see so much to be thankful for I mean I'm in quarantine for now seven days it it might extend I'm hoping it'll extend because of my pre-existing conditions but you know I was just thinking like oh what am I gonna do for set for i mean seven days and you know my job is offering it like four weeks what am i gonna do for four weeks and you know i could sit down and be like god i'm, I'm bored and, you know please bring my life back there's nothing to do around here and you know um but there's plenty for me to do i can look at my tv right now and i can find thousands and millions and however i can't pick a number of movies and tv shows and youtube videos to watch as long as XL energy keeps my my electricity going I have endless entertainment there. I have close to eight thousand songs in my phone, downloaded. That's just downloaded. That's not the other music that I haven't discovered yet. I have game boards in my uh, in my closet. I have enough food to last me like a week and a half to two weeks if I don't eat it all in the next two days. <laughs> and. I have my brain. I can use my imagination. I write poetry. I do podcasts. I write short stories. I'm a good reader. I have schoolwork to be doing. You know, I have so much to be thankful for. And the I could, I could find other things to be thankful for. I really could. And so I'm going to praise God for what I do have. And I'm going to pray for what I don't. And it's just this perfect balance. And that's what I uh, encourage everyone to be doing through all of this. I am praying for for you guys, and I hope you guys are praying for me. We all need it, and we all need to just band together and, and just fight this together. So that is the end of this episode. Relating to the coronavirus, this might be a little like sub you know, like the COVID series or, you know, we'll, we'll figure out something later on. But this is the end of the first one. I will come back later on with in, going into more detail about those three topics, prepare, pray and praise. So thank you for listening to this. And I can't wait to have you hear me talk more. <laughs> Thanks. Bye.